Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Well, we have a special show for you today, and I want to ask you a few questions. Are you in sales, business development, or marketing? Well, you know, of course, every company needs sales to survive. And in some way, we're all in sales, right? Well, today I'm going to share the top 10 success strategies for commercial agents. Now, these are also strategies that can help you if you run a business or if your firm is involved in any business development, and I guess all firms are, and or if you're in a consulting or professional service business. Uh, Well, or, or maybe you're also considering a commercial real estate sales as part of uh, maybe a career change for you. Well, I've been studying how uh, commercial agents can be successful or brokers, as we call them in the industry, can be more successful for 30 years. And I've been selling and leasing commercial properties for 30 years, and I've closed over $3 billion in transactions. I am a, an instructor. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. And of course, you know me as a host of the Commercial Real Estate Show. But most of all, what makes me capable of sharing these 10 top strategies with you today is I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Well, let's get started. And, you know, commercial real estate brokerage is an incredible field. I mean, there's, it's real rewarding. It can be real rewarding financially and can also be very rewarding uh, just because you're taking such good care of people. Unlike, um, some professions where you can't add as much value in commercial real estate you specialize in a property type you can really add value for your clients you want to use some proven strategies and i'll share 10 of those strategies with you today the first strategy is to take care of your client you really want to concentrate how you can best help your client you know sincerely taking care of the people you work with will help you make the right decisions throughout your day and throughout your career you really want to treat people the way you want to be treated and that'll help you build a kind of a lifetime of business and you know you want to think about it commercial real estate really is reputation referrals and repeat business that's what really builds your career so you want to be sure that the company you work with and your everyday practice that you're treating clients best interest as your guide to success. For example, don't take an assignment unless you have the time and the expertise to do it. You know, a lot of times you just have to learn to say no. And you know, like in our shop, in our practice, we have a lot of different specialties. But if someone comes to to us to do something that we don't do very well, we'll find them the right person to take care of it, the right broker that can really do a good job for them. The other thing to do, if you've got you know, 10 listings, and you really can't handle those 10 listings now with the amount of work, don't take on another one. Uh, It's not fair to your client. It's not good for your career. Another way to help you think about it is to put yourself in your client's shoes. You know, what would you want your broker to do if you were the client? And that can help you make decisions to uh, take care of your client in the right way. For example, if, uh, you know, if you accepted an exclusive assignment to sell a property and the client's mission is to maximize the value of the asset, make sure you create the environment to put your client in the best position possible. You know, there's no one size fits all when it comes to marketing commercial real estate, and there are plenty of ways to create more demand for the property. Another thing to consider is you want to think like an advisor, uh, not like an order taker. Uh, you want to research the market, uh, the competing properties, uh, the sold and lease comps. 
You want to study your specialty so that you know how to overcome the objections and the challenges that come up in a situation. Uh, you want to know who the, the buyers and the, the players are in the marketplace and, and build relationships with them. And make sure that when you gather all this knowledge that you're using your sales ability to persuade your clients to do the right thing because you know, we'll deal with a lot of very smart, intelligent, experienced clients. Sometimes they'll still get caught up in the emotion of, of a transaction or a negotiation. So you want to be able to help them make the right decision. So again, you know, think like an advisor more than an order taker. Well, number two on the top 10 strategies for commercial agents is education. That's right. You remember the old days, it seemed like people would, they would get educated, you know, then they would work and then they would retire, right? And, uh, you know, I think those, those days are gone. I mean, I think now you, you train all your life um, and, and, you, and you work. And I know a lot of, a lot of my friends that they could retire, they have the money. Uh, they're not retired. <laughs> they're enjoying the work and the challenge and they're continuing to work and they're playing all the time too. So, you know, you've got to continually train yourself. And one of the things I've seen in, in commercial real estate brokerage, there is a pretty big failure rate. And, um, you know, so I think some people get in, it's not right for them. But the other thing is they get in and they don't, they don't have the right education. You know, I think, uh, you know, if, if you're going to go even lay bricks or, or, or build a house or do anything, you know, you got to go learn how to do that. And I think one reason there's some failure rate in commercial real estate is people think they can get in it and wing it and learn it and maybe just learn from some mentor. What I would tell you is you really want to get out there and educate yourself if you're, if you're getting in the business new or if you're in the business and you want to be more powerful, um, then really educate yourself. Um, there's a lot of ways to get educated. Um, one of the best education sources that I really recommend, in fact, we require it for, for our agents at uh, Bull Realty, uh, that's the CCIM education. You know, they have four core classes. They have other classes. Uh, it's an incredible education for running the numbers. Um, you, just, you just can't beat it. And, um, and there's also other great education. Um, I also like some of the uh, trainers that are out there, like uh, Bob McComb with Top Dogs and Rod Santamassimo with the Massimo Group and Mike Lipsy with the Lipsy Company. All these companies provide excellent training, and they're all a little different. So, you know, what we do at our shop is we use them all three. You know, we've had them all three in our office training. We have all of their DVDs. Um, so, you know, I think you can't educate yourself too much in this business. Now, there's also some great education from SIOR, from ICSC, uh, from BOMA, NAOP, IRAM. You know, get out there and educate yourself. Um, I tell you, tell you a, a story of some brokers who, who didn't educate themselves what happened. I was at Andre's, which is a, a local deli here in Atlanta, and the owner mentioned uh, my name as she was talking to me, and these two guys came up afterward and said, are you Michael Bull? And I said, well, I think so. Uh, they said, well, can we ask a few questions? Well, they said that the, the three of them, two of those guys and one other guy had gotten the business. They'd been in the business for three years, and between them all, they closed only one sale. So, you know, they asked me, you know, for some advice. What, what are they doing wrong? And the first thing I asked them is, well, your company lets you stay. <laughs> they said, yeah, they let us stay. Okay. Well, that's strange there, first of all. But then secondly, I asked them, I said, what type of training are you getting? 
and what kind of training have you had and what have you taken what have you learned and they said well we've got a great mentor let's just call him charlie for this discussion and they said charlie is a guru you know he's been in the business forever he's a great guy he's very intelligent and whenever we have a question we can go ask him so i said so charlie's out there doing his own deals right he's, he's a broker his main job is to earn money brokering but he's just there to help you and they said that's right you know so you know while the mentor training can have some advantages and, and something to look at i think you've got to look beyond whatever whatever education is being provided at your firm and interestingly enough i didn't talk to these these two or three brokers about the possibility of joining my firm and the reason i didn't is that they didn't have the gumption to get out there and look for the education themselves they should have known who Mike Lipsy was and Rod Santa Massimo and Michael Bull and the commercial. Well, I guess they knew who I was, but they need to get out there and understand that there's education available and take advantage of it. You know, most of these uh, trainers also have great DVD training. To give you an example of how much we believe in training in our shop, we have three training opportunities available every week. For, for brokers throughout their career. We have training on Tuesday mornings, which usually I do for an hour. Uh, we have lunch and learns every Friday where we, we buy lunch for our brokers. That really gets them in. Um, and we have DVD training. We also have something called Fast Track. So agents that want to get their business back on track or start a new career, that we have a two to two and a half hour per week training for 10 weeks. That's really intensive. It really gets them into setting up their business, setting up their practice, and actually performing services, making contact with clients, and getting their business rolling. And that includes understanding their CRM program, understanding their specialty, studying the market, and making calls and, and getting properties under contract and making money. So that's a great way to, uh, to get started. So make sure you get the right training. All right, we're going to have to take a break here. When we get back, we'll have more of the top strategies for commercial real estate agent success. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We're talking about the top 10 success strategies for commercial agents. And you know, one of the things that we were just talking about is education. Another source for education is this show, right? Uh, this show is being used for training and education all around the country by thousands of people. So, you know, be sure to catch shows of special interest to you. You know, sign up for a once a week, once a week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. You can also go to YouTube or the Commercial Real Estate Show website or iTunes and you look for, and you look for shows and uh, download them, watch them, listen to them. I have some great guests. We cover some great information, and they're very informative. So that's another source of education for you. Well, number three on success strategies is specialize. You know, it, it's really important in larger markets for a commercial real estate agent or, or broker, as we tend to call them, to specialize in one segment of the industry. Now, if you're listening to the show and you're in Key West, all right, that's a little tough. You're going to have to sell everything, right? 
and then uh, maybe you're out scuba diving for lunch, right? But uh, you know, if you're working one of the larger markets, it's really important to specialize, and there's a lot of reasons. For one, you're going to add a lot of value for your clients, and because you're going to understand the the specialty, you're going to understand the values, you're going to be better overcome the objections, you're going to have more relationships with the buyers in the marketplace and the lenders. You're really just going to be able to add a lot more value. The other thing is you're going to create a lot of efficiencies in your practice. You know, think about this. Let's say you've got you know four really great listings, and you know one's apartments, one's retail, and one's industrial. You know, you've got these different types of properties, and you're reaching out to buyers to buy these. It can be laborious to do that when you have a lot of different property types. You know, you've got to look them up, find them. You've got to find who the right people are, and uh, and reach out to them. And uh, it can be laborious. They don't know who you are, uh, and uh, it can be difficult. And, and it can bring your, your practice down where you get tired of it and you roll out of it. We see that a lot where agents who are generalist uh, will just get burnt out and, uh, and, and move out of the business. So if you're in a larger market, specialize. And you think about it, if you had those four listings in that example again, and they were all a retail, uh, multi-tenant retail investment properties. Now every call you make is interesting to you and it's interesting to the people that you're calling on. And because now that you specialize in it, you can use that call to do other business uh, with them and, and for yourself. Um, so the, it just creates great efficiencies in the marketplace there. And ultimately, that helps your client. Now, I'm not suggesting that you should, should or have to work at a company that specializes. While that may work in your market, um, I really suggest you work at a company that has various property types, but then your team or, or your, your, broker, your, your broker yourself that you specialize. And um, that's going to help you a lot. Now, if you're looking at this business and you consider getting into commercial real estate, there are lots of specialties. You have the, you know, the main food groups, if you will, of office, retail, industrial, multifamily, and land. Um, and then there's a lot of other specialties uh, like uh, self-storage, uh, healthcare, uh, single-tenant net lease. You also have things like management and, and leasing and tenant representation, which is a big business. You have asset management and, of course, debt and equity, restaurants, hospitality. Um, you know, there's a lot of different specialties out there. And, uh, you know, the, the main thing to do when you're, you know, a lot of agents ask me, so, well, what specialty's hot and, you know, what should I get into? And, uh, uh, you know, you don't want to think about what's hot. I think what you want to think about is, what, what in your background might help you be successful in that sector where you can add value to clients, uh, where might you have relationships? And, and most important, what's going to excite you to get up every morning and put the time and effort into your practice that's really going to help your clients? You know, it, it, when you think about commercial real estate brokerage, being an agent, you're really running your own company. You really want to think about it that way. You're, if you want to look at it this way, you're the franchisee and the company's your franchisor, right? They're telling you, they're helping you, uh, train you and give you the tools and the resources. Um, and they're giving you all the other things that you need to be successful. And when you think about it, when you look at businesses and the failure rate of businesses, you see the mom and pops fail a lot more than the franchisees because they've got instructions. They're, they're told, uh, 
you know, where to put their feet when they're, when they're cooking the fries, right? And uh, what the temperature should be. And, uh, and if you don't change it, you'll be successful. Well, uh, you know, if you think about being an agent, you're also running your own company. So you've got to think about these things that we're talking about today and run your business that way. And when you get into a, picking a specialty, it should be a specialty that you're going to be excited about doing for the rest of your life. You don't really want to be changing specialties if you can help it. You don't really want to be changing companies. You're going to think very carefully about the company you're going to work with, what your specialty is going to be, because when you're doing it right, you're going to spend a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of education to know your specialty so you can add value to your clients. So you want to think about getting in the one that's going to suit you best. Okay, number four is motivation and sales ability. You know, this may be the most important one. It might should be number one. You know, I've been studying successful practices for brokers for 30 years, and I've been helping brokers be successful at my firm for 16 years. I've really found that motivation and sales ability are very key components to their success. You know, if you're in a commission-based business like commercial real estate sales and leasing, uh, your ability to sell and your self-motivation are really, really important. You really what I suggest to you is you can constantly study sales motivation material you know your ability to sell and stay motivated will really help you be successful think about this if you can have the best property or the best service in the world but if you can't sell it if you can't keep prospects motivated throughout the process your sales will be limited now I'm not talking about learning hardcore sales well you do want to learn sales so you want to know the the sales techniques that the greatest salespeople use in the world. But what's interesting about our business is, you know, you're you're not using hardcore sales to to push somebody into something. You're only and it's nice in this commercial real estate business because you're only persuading, you're only trying to sell something to someone if it really works for them. In other words, if you have a property and it doesn't fit that prospect, you can sell that property to someone else, right? Or or if you have a um a buyer that is is looking for a certain property and, and you know you can sell them another property if it's not right for them and so you know you're not learning hardcore sales but when it is right for them you want to understand how to do the different sales processes and it should become innate for you it should just become natural it shouldn't look like or sound like you're selling because you're only trying to sell when it's really right for someone to give you an example when i was i started selling commercial real estate at 19 years old and at the time, I had never met a salesman that I was impressed with. You know, I, I thought, you know, really, I thought they were all jerks. I just didn't like the way they, they handled things. I didn't want to become that person. So I really studied sales a lot, and I still do. And I think it's very, very important because, you know, you really have to be persuasive sometimes when people get involved in these situations. And you know what's right for them. You know, you study the market. You, a lot of times you're going to know what's best for a client even more than they do because this is what you study and do every minute of your life. When it comes to an office lease or something like that, these companies and these smart people may, may do that once every five years or or less sometimes, and you do it every minute of the day. So you're gonna have to use your sales techniques to help them make the right moves for their company, whether it's buying, leasing, or whatever they're doing. All right, we're gonna take a short break here. When we get back, we'll have more success strategies for commercial agents. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by France Media. 
France Media provides exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com or call 404 832 8262. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Hey, we'd like to tell you about a brand new service that we hope you'll like. It's called Ask Michael Bull. You know, if you uh, go to Twitter and you can follow at Ask Michael Bull, we also have a website we're setting up, and uh, you can go to the radio show's uh, website, YouTube channel, commercialrealestateshow.com, and you can find these. What we're doing is we're taking questions from our clients, from brokers, from the press from lenders, from uh, anyone in the business uh, that has a question related to commercial real estate. We're looking at those questions and then picking one per day to answer by video. So this will be a quick video with a quick question and answer. And again, you can find them uh, in a lot of places, but the easiest place may be commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're talking about the top 10 success strategies for commercial agents. And number four is prospecting for business. You know, I like the way uh, Bob McComb uh, says it with Top Dogs. He said, prospecting is not a part of commercial real estate brokerage. It is commercial real estate brokerage. Look, the more methods and time you spend prospecting, the better choices you have of people, companies, and properties to work with. You know, one of the challenges I see with, with agents is, you know, I look at their top 10 things and pros- prospects they're working with, and they're not very good. And then they'll say, well, look, I just don't have time to prospect because I'm doing all this business. Well, what you might want to do is knock the, the bottom eight off your list and work with more motivated, quality clients and spend some time prospecting so you have better choices of companies, people, and properties to work with. And really, the, the more methods and time you spend prospecting, the better. You, your, your firm should help you design and implement and really continually improve and uh, perfect your prospecting methods. Uh, here's a tip that we found that's very helpful for agents, and that's consider a daily minimum minimum to keep you on track. You know, I had a, uh, a day in my career where I had, I think it was five or six closings in one day, and I was specializing in apartments. And I went to all these closings and went back and forth, was handling these closings all day. I came back in my office, it was about six o'clock, and I went to my desk to start making my daily minimum uh, calls for prospecting. And I had two assistants that worked for me, and they came to their door with their hands on their hips and looked at me like I was a ghost and said, Michael, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm making my calls. What do you mean what I'm doing? And they said, well, we just thought since you had such a, a good day that you might take the day off early and not make your calls. And I said, look, you know, I, I don't know if half the deals I have under contract are going to uh, fall out and half are going to get delayed. I have to make these calls. Get out of here. You know, the, the point is when, when you make a minimum amount of prospecting just part of your daily business activity, you'll do much better. And one of the things you can do is set aside calendar time, but just make sure you get it done each day. Okay, number six, time management. If you're a commercial real estate agent, time is your most precious commodity. Your continual study and improvements in time management will add directly to your bottom line. Always look for ways that you can save time. Do not let people waste your time. It's important to know the right questions to get prospects to business right away and keep business on track. You also want to learn proper procedures to utilize your support team. 
you want to really control time spent reading email and the things that are probably wasting your day. You also want to plan your day, your week, your year. Be sure to plan your success and use your time wisely. For example, early in my career, I was, I was doing extremely well, but I was studying agents around the country that were doing twice what I was doing. So I was like, well, how are they doing that? And as I studied them, one of the things I found that they did time management-wise that is key is that all of them had things that they liked to do that they were doing. They were either traveling or doing things with their family. Well, what I was doing was working. I was working 12 to 14 hours a day during the weekdays and working on Saturdays and even Sunday afternoons sometimes I would work. I think what happened there was I was doing really well, but I wasn't making – uh, the, the money that these, these superstars were. And what I found out was that they were working very efficiently. You notice how when you're about to go on vacation, you get so much done and things just start really happening because you're being very efficient because you're about to go on holiday. I think what, what, what some people do is that they don't use their time wisely and uh, like they're about to go on vacation. So what I did then was took, I decided to take every Friday at 5 o'clock off and not work again till Monday morning at nine, which was strange for me. I, I, I love the commercial real estate work is so fun that you tend to want to do it all the time and uh, so rewarding to help people. But when I did that, my income just literally jumped because I worked all week long like I was about to go on vacation because it has to have three nights and two days with no work was a real vacation for me. This just wasn't something I was used to. And I got a place at the lake and a boat and you know, a hot tub and a motorcycle and really have fun every weekend. And I still like to do that all the time. And it makes time management much more efficient for me. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll have more top strategies for success for commercial real estate brokers. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com or call 888-612-SHOW. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Today we're talking about the top 10 success strategies for commercial real estate brokers or agents. We, we love to call them brokers in this business. I'm not sure why, but we do. It sounds better, right? Well, number seven is CRM database or customer relationship management. I like how Mike Lipsy with the Lipsy Company puts it. He said, in commercial real estate, it's not he with the most toys in the end that wins. It's he with the best database. Your agents should continue to improve upon the power of their database every day. For example, at Bull Realty, we have a full-time research staff and a CRM system that was designed for commercial real estate. and It's been perfected over several years of fine-tuning. When I first started in the business, we didn't have this type of equipment and software. And uh, we had a broker in our office, uh, Immortal Boyd Applewhite, and he had this brain that was just incredible. He always remembered a number, a name, a price, a cap rate. It was just amazing. And uh, he did real well in the business because of that. If you think about it, 
you know, the if, you, if you're familiar with the card game concentration, where you pull up a card and then you pull up another one, and they don't match, and you put them put them face down again, and you try to remember where those cards were to make some matches. If you think about commercial real estate or investment sales in particular, that we were sort of doing that, right? You you find a property, and then you've got to match it with a prospect, or you have a prospect, you're matching it with a property. So, you know, with the CRM program, you can make that very easy and very uh, successful for you. So you don't have to have that uh, Boyd Applewhite brain. And one thing was funny about Boyd Applewhite, too, was, was uh, uh, rest in peace, boy, we love you. He drank like a fish. So I don't know how he, how he had that brain, but, but he really did. And uh, so not recommending drinking like a fish. Okay. Well, let's go to number nine, and that's working hours. You think about this. If you're a commercial real estate agent, you were, you were running a business, and if you're if you're running a commercial real estate company, you know you think about hiring the right brokers that are going to be successful. You know if you were going to run an ad and out there somewhere, you wouldn't run an ad for uh, a job. It's not a job. You would like to run an ad in uh, business opportunities because that's what that is for commercial real estate agents. So, you know the more you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. And I think when you're First, if you're first starting in a commercial real estate uh, business, or you're not doing well as you think you should, you know, you should think of it about like you are starting a new business, and you need to put in the hours, the investment that people do when they start a new business to make it successful. And so, if you're if you're working nine to five, um, and you think you're going to make it, um, good luck. You may, but it may be tough. I was at a uh, Mike Lipsy seminar at uh, Barber Racetrack, and he asked a bunch of big producers about, you know, why agents get in the business sometimes and fail. And the consensus from the group was interesting. They said that there's a lot of bright guys, MBAs, getting into the business, and they fail because they get there when the, when the staff gets there, and they leave when the staff gets there. And you know they're trying to run a run a business in a nine to five and, and a new business at that, and it doesn't work. My business day to day now is is helping brokers and clients be successful with their business. But when I was an agent, I used to get surprised from some of the agents in my office because I was always number one or two in the office, and they say, "Oh, you're just lucky," and uh, it's because you sell apartments, and uh, you know apartments is a, a good field. And but I would look around at six o'clock on Fridays. I was the only broker in the office almost every week. So, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put in when you're setting up your schedule and you're thinking about your working hours. Here's something to consider. Nine to five, you should be with clients or talking to clients. You know, it's like you're on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, right? You're, you're trading. You're not doing your research. So what I suggest at nine to six or whatever, that you're just talking to, to clients, and if you're not on the phone, you're with them or you're on the phone. Do all your research, your underwriting, uh, your business planning, all of that off hours. So before nine or after five, and that will help you a lot with your schedule. Here's a great example. I had a great insurance agent at Northwestern, and he came to me one day and said, Michael, I want your opinion. He said, you know, I live in the suburbs, and I'm thinking about selling my house and buying a condo, and it's walking distance to my office. And he said, I've done the math, and I will be in the office without being in my car. I'll have another hour and a half of prospecting and calls I can make. And I've done the math based on how many calls I make, 
and how much money I make, how many transactions I close, how much money I make, and this is how much more money I'm gonna make by moving from suburbs and moving to the condo right across the street. So obviously, if you're not making the money you want, one of the easy buttons to hit is to spend more time making dials and working in your business. It's interesting, most most of your offices around the country uh, don't don't close the doors at five o'clock and you can work any hours that you like. Okay, let's go to success strategy number nine, and that's integrity, honesty, and reputation. You know, success in commercial real estate is affected by your relationships. It's imperative to utilize the utmost integrity in your practice every day. For example, we started Bull Realty almost 17 years ago now with two primary missions. One was to provide the best commercial real estate marketing in the, in the nation. That was to grow a company known for stellar integrity and reputation. You want to treat everyone right and honest, and this builds your reputation and your practice. When you're making decisions of what to do and what to say, think about how you'd want to be treated if you were the seller or if you were someone else in the process, not just your client, but if the other agent, the attorneys, the buyer who may just be a customer. So think about uh, all of that. How would you want to be treated? If you handle your practice that way, it will be very rewarding for you. And you'll pick up a lot of repeat business because that's just how this business works. So use integrity, honesty, and have a great reputation. Well, more success strategies in just a moment. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800-408-BULL. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Today, we're talking about the top 10 success strategies for success in commercial real estate brokerages. And now I like to go to number 10, proper platform. You know, many agents fail because the company they work with doesn't provide a proper platform for success. Don't just concentrate on a company with the best splits or a company with a big name. Concentrate on your net income and building your business with the best platform to help your clients business because when you're doing a great job for your clients obviously it's going to build your business you know look for a company that has very good training as we talked about earlier the training is very important ongoing training you think about some of the things that change in our business environment every day like social media I mean, if you started in commercial real estate 10 years ago, you're like, social media, what? <laughs> I know when I started studying and training myself in social media, even my brokers laughed at me. Uh, but now when you look at the social media platform that we have, it's, it's very powerful and it helps our brokers and it helps our clients. And uh, you also want to look for a company that has some great support. You know, this is a business where you're competing with some of the best salespeople and providers in the country. So you want to surround yourself with good people that can help you out. Another thing you want is great research in databases. You know, like, like we talked about before, the database is very important. So if, if you're at a company that doesn't have great databases and research, you, you go find it yourself. Uh, it can get very expensive if you're in a small shop or, or you're working in a kind of rent-a-desk environment. 
uh, but uh, you're going to need it to compete. So make sure the company you work with has great research and databases. Also, you want to have a great CRM program. We talked about that. You know, our company provides one that's designed for commercial real estate. Again, if your, your company doesn't provide it, uh, get it yourself. I like uh, Rod Sintamassimo's comment, the Massimo Group. He says that, look, no company you work with is going to provide all the tools and training that can help you uh, exceed the, your expectations for income. You're really going to have to go out and get some of this, these things on your, on your own, no matter how big your company is. You also want to look for a company that has a great web presence. Obviously, you know, that's been important for a long time. And then also marketing. You know, look at how they're marketing your services, how you're marketing a property. You know, one of the reasons that this company uh, exists is, is to have the best marketing in the country. You know, when I looked at the business, I wasn't really happy with the way the companies that were trying to recruit me uh, marketed commercial real estate, especially investment properties. You know, we tend to, we have great databases, we know who the buyers are, and we tend to think that we can just go to that database. And in some cases, you know, that's fine. Uh, but there's a lot of cases and a lot of property types. If you open it up to a larger market area and then you fully cooperate with all the brokers in the country, you can create more demand. So make sure you're looking at the, the marketing that a company provides and, uh, and that can be helpful for your career as well. You also may want to consider the, the managing broker at your office and how much help he can be. I know the one of the, the second company I worked with, the managing broker was was really no help. I mean, I, I didn't really need help, I thought, at that point, but we all could use help. I mean, when you can come in and brainstorm with somebody with 30-plus years of commercial real estate transaction experience, uh, it's very valuable. The other thing to think about is, is the company's name that your tenant you're working with or want to work with really known for commercial real estate? You know, that can be very helpful as well. Another aspect that can be important in the company you work with is the culture. You know, what is the culture there? Some, some companies have a culture that's very competitive, and you may or may not like that. Some companies have a culture that is more cooperative where agents share uh, property availabilities and share and help each other, and uh, you might like that environment better. And that's the environment that we have and we really enjoy at our shop. Well, we've just touched the surface of success strategies for commercial agents today. So if you have any questions or comments, go to at Ask Michael Bull or uh, go to the Commercial Real Estate Show website and send us your questions and we'll try to get them answered. Be sure to join us next week. We're going to have the chairman of NAOP here and we're going to look at the world of development. I'm Michael Bull and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by your friends at Bull Realty, France Media, Atlanta Office Liquidators, and Wiseman, Noack, Curry, and Wilco. For more information about these companies or to access additional show podcasts, videos, or blogs, visit commercialrealestateshow.com.